Hey everybody, it's Maylee Thomas and I've got Texas homegrown music again and a great guest today by the name of Fallon Franklin. You may have heard of her because she was on America's Got Talent a while back. She's done a lot of those contest shows and done really well, but she's now embarked on her own thing and she's a wonderful, pleasant person, but she's got an incredible testimony of what it takes to really make it in this business and she's doing it. She's working it and she's doing it as a single mom, by the way, which I have such a heart for. I think you're going to really enjoy getting to know her and especially her being so open and frank about her life and what it takes to really do this thing and still be a mom to those kiddos. So I don't want to take up any more time. I want to get to it. But before I do, I'm going to sing a song for you off of one of my records that um, that a friend of mine wrote. Andy Timmons wrote this song and I loved it and I heard it and I said, dude, can I record it? And he said, absolutely. He and I are great friends and he's an incredible guitarist and singer songwriter himself. Um, but you guys, this song is called Don't Bring Me Down. I'm going to get singing the song for you guys. And when I come back, I've got Fallon Franklin, a lovely, lovely guest that you guys are going to enjoy. She's my new soul sister. And although I could be your mother easily, I'm just going to tell you that she's got this beautiful, vivacious personality that you're going to so enjoy getting to know. So let's just get to it. I'll sing Don't Bring Me Down and we'll come back with Fallon Franklin on Texas Homegrown Music right here.
excited to introduce you to her. Fallon, say hello to our listeners. Hey guys. What's up? Um, I, so as you know, I think I told you uh, just a little while ago off the air here that I got your name and I found out about you through my good friend, Paul Renna. And so I did a little bit of investigating as we do. And you know, the old Google search and all that stuff. Oh, and I had no idea that you'd been on America's Got Talent and you were a finalist. So um, of course, yeah. it doesn't surprise me. At the same time, I really dig your, I don't know, I, I dig your vibe, Fallon. And I um, I know that you, you've done a lot since that little stint with uh, America's Got Talent. But obviously, that has to make you feel good to know that you've gotten that kind of affirmation so early on. Uh, tell me how that all transpired, because I know you started singing and playing when you were very young. Um, so, so I, I need, um, to hear from Fallon, how you got started in this industry and what got you to, um, you know, AGT and what that was like. Cause I, I've heard all kinds of stories and I'm sure <laughs> some of them have been embellished a little bit and some of them, they haven't even told the whole story. <laughs> yeah, it, it was a trip. Um, well, I started, like you said, I started playing music really young. Um, I started, I think I had my first like coffee shop gig when I was like 12, wow. something like that. And my dad would drive me to shows and that kind of thing. Um, and so I was lucky enough as far as America's Got Talent to be um, on the cusp of, you know, the MySpace and YouTube and all that stuff. Yeah, I think it was still MySpace at that time. I don't even so think what, what year was this? What, where, uh, we're talking it was a long time ago. It was 2007. Okay. It was the year that Gary Fader won, the ventriloquist guy. That, yeah, yeah but who I've friend. actually seen in Vegas, by the way. He's a friend of mine. Yeah, he's awesome. Um, and so, yeah, like he, uh, he was amazing. But yeah, it was that year. And uh, so they had seen me on, I think it was like, MySpace or YouTube or whatever it was at the time. And it contacted me. And of course I was like, heck yeah, let's do this. And it was, it was an experience. Cause I'd never done, 
I'm not a competitive person. I'm more competitive with myself than anything. Right. I'm like my own worst enemy when it comes to that kind of thing. So um, I'd never done a competition or anything like that. So it was it was a very much so a learning experience for sure. And how old so, were you at the time? Oh, girl, um, I don't even remember. It was a year before I had my kiddo, so probably like 27. Okay. So, yeah, something like that. I can't do math right now, but yeah. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. Um, so tell me about that journey because I know that um, it's a lot of pressure. It was it was crazy, yeah, and especially like I think. The one part about it that was that was interesting was that most of the people that were on the show, it was the first year they'd open it up to individuals. It was always like groups or that kind of thing. Right. And um, so almost everyone there, besides just a handful of people, had their group with them, their band, their, you know, performing act people. And so when you're in Vegas by yourself or in Burbank where the first, you know, half was filmed, and you're by yourself the whole time. It's just, it's kind of daunting because I was the first time I'd ever been thrown into anything like that and be alone and having to go through it. So I'd look, call my dad and be like, they said this, what does that mean? And like, you know, that kind of thing. So that was interesting. But, um, but no, you also form bonds really quickly though when you're by yourself. So that's why I became close. Uh, Kaz Haley, he was, he was on the show that year. Um, he's a Dallas guy. He's right. ridiculously good. And then Terry, we hung out. And so it was, you make some bonds quickly because you got to have a little tribe. When you're sure. on a show like that, yeah. Sure. Well, and, and obviously that's, you know, that's part of the best part of having a big group like that because you've got other people that you can feed off of in, yeah. in all of that. But um, yeah, and, and some of the production on some of those groups, so of course now it's over the top crazy, yeah. especially these ma magicians and, and these dancing yeah. groups and all that. But um, did you, so did you spend a lot of time it, um, there just like, you know, I, I'm always interested. Is that your cat? Oh, yes. He jumped on the thing. Hi, sweetie. <laughs> um, is it one of those kind of things, though, where you uh, go and film uh, a lot of shows, or do you have to stay for the length of the duration? So, how long? I was on? only there. I I made it to the top 25, and uh, I'm trying to get him down. And so I um I was there. I was there for like two weeks, and then another two weeks. Like I think was the total. So it was like a total of four weeks, which isn't bad when it's spliced together, you know. So it right. wasn't like I was gone for more than a week at a time. Right. So it wasn't like I lived in a big house with all the people and that kind of thing, you know, like a lot of these reality shows. Well, I, I'm, I'm always interested because, you know, it's hard to leave whatever you're doing for a long time, a period of yeah. time. Yeah, and I was like, I didn't have kids at that time. And so right. um, I didn't have to, you know, leave my kiddo or that kind of thing. I got two now. And so, um, but yeah, so I was kind of in a perfect spot where there wasn't a lot going on where I'd had to, you know, I had to take off shows and that kind of thing because I was that, playing yeah, shows full time by that point. And, but yeah. Well, sorry, can't play them on America's Got Talent. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it was good to ride that trail for a while because I mean, after that, we did a lot of like casino shows and right. all that kind of stuff. And you know, I got a bunch of. It was good to have that publicity and everything, but it was, it was crazy. I just I wasn't. I'm, I I know now that I'm not made for television. Like you why know, do you, why do you say that? Because they would. I mean, I'm I'm a very candid, real person. And if someone asks me a question, I'm going to say exactly by oh, answer. Yeah. And they'll be like, no, 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 cut, cut, cut. We need you to say this or we need you to say that. And I was so, it was it just, 
baffled me that you could ask somebody something and if you don't like the answer, you have to record it again. Or like you have to no, say I'm what so answer they want. I'm, like, I'm so glad you're saying this, Fallon, because oh um, I, I, I'm constantly telling my kids and, and other people, hey, that's not really what is they're thinking no. or what's really and, going on. And, and I overdub. Like even when I watched my, I'm probably, I don't know if I, I can't really get in trouble for this, but like whenever I was watching it, um, it was amazing to me to hear like the things that would overdub, like, you know, they had a rivalry between me and this one little girl that was like literally like 11 at the time. And they were like, you know, their biggest competition is blah, 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 blah. And it had like me looking across the room and her looking. And I was just sitting there going, none of this happened. Oh like, my this gosh. Is crazy. I'm so and then glad you're they, saying this. Yes. And then the things that you would, um, they, they would say that they didn't say to me that you'd hear overdubbed over someone else or that kind of thing. And you're like, they didn't say that to me. Why is that? Oh, that's from someone else. I remember that. And so it was just interesting. Cause now like when I, I can't watch really reality television anymore. Cause when it's I listen to reality. it, I can hear the overdubs now, especially like you'll hear like a change in the sound where you're like, Oh, that's totally overdubbed later. You know? So it was, it was crazy. I, yeah, I didn't like having to repeat my, like, you know, whatever answers they wanted me to say. And then, They'll tell you to sing a certain song and then they'll be like, why did you choose that? And I'm like, because you asked me to yesterday, you know, like that kind of thing. Oh, like, my gosh. It's so frustrating. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah well, you know, I, first, I know firsthand all about that. Um, we and I don't, I don't want to take away from your interview, but I just want to oh. say I can tell you we had a show come in to our um, store and it was Housewives of Dallas. Right. And it was, yeah. you know, one of those kind of reality shows and nothing about it was organic it was all mm-hmm. preset and they made it look like the wife was buying her husband a guitar from our store and it was so wonderful and they did the tears and the whole thing didn't even buy a guitar for him and it, it was the show even, didn't even do it for you no, like, no it was just it was just so hilarious to me that the whole thing was a setup yeah. and so i try to tell my kids that reality shows are not reality shows you guys yeah. all been done and i think it's and, even worse now with with our kiddos you know my kids my kids are really young like now it's youtube and so they'll be like oh well on youtube this guy does this and he said that i'm like babe like that's all none of that's real either like everyone's it's it's all about the benjamins and what everyone's getting paid to say and do and that kind of thing so you really have to relate to your kids you know yeah stuff is not no, it's this all is a, reality. It's so <laughs> set up. It's so set up. And I, you know, in fact, I'll, I'll, I'll say this. My husband was on the end of that when uh, he first was elected mayor and we were in D.C. And um, he was had been they did the same kind of thing where they made it sound like he said something that he didn't say. And we're, we're looking at each other. We're in the green room and they're getting ready to have him on television. And they're saying, Mayor Fuller's blah, 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 blah. And he's like, no, I didn't. And, you know, we're looking at each other going, Oh my And are you going to get to defend yourself? Like that's the other thing. And and this is, and it's completely made up because they wanted the viewership and they know that um, people like discord and they love conflict and, I, I don't know. It's, it's it's all about the ratings, the clicks, it, and yeah. yeah. It's all. It's why we are where we are today as a country with this um, 
us and them. Yeah. And I just want to get rid of the whole us and them. We're all together trying to make this thing in this world work for all of us. And so here's the good news. Music can transcend all of that. And so that's why I find myself, um, and I've said this over and over again, I was so sad when the COVID thing happened and they decided that music was non-essential because I was like, okay, I can tell you what, music is essential in my life. If I, if I can't sing and play and do this, this is, I I don't even want to live and breathe. This is what I'm here for. And so we've all found a way to get through it. And now, um, you know, we're, we're, we're right back here still with, um, a lot of fear and, and some of it's based on reality and some of it is not. And some of it's for, you know, for sensationalism and some of it, I do believe, and I've lost very good friends that I know, um, that this, that the COVID is real, but I also know that we have to find a way to um, live together in a, you know, in a peaceful and loving way. And um, so I'm just grateful that music is back on and we found ways to, it, it, just like right now, we're, we found ways to get out there to people. And I know that uh, we're, we're all starting to play some shows again, and we just have to take, uh, take a little bit more, um, of the responsibility for ourselves and decide where and when and what we're going to do, which it, it should have, it should always be that way anyway. But, um, so I'm, I'm excited because I know that you're going to, you're starting to play out some, I know you've got a show tonight as well as I do. And, um, yeah. and so it's exciting that we're getting, to, getting to see people again. And, and yeah, I've been, I guess I, I started pretty much taking whatever show was thrown at me. So I've played some crazy stuff since, you know, everything opened back up. But um, yeah, I've been playing pretty much like three or four shows a week for about, I guess, nine months now, Wow, 10 months, 11 months, you. as soon as I was able to, because that's my full time gig, you know, it's like. I'll play 30 minutes in a corner, whatever you need me to do. I get it. And I, and I'm looking forward to seeing you girl. And I know you're going to do some stuff for us live today. And I'm really excited about that. But first I want to play a song off your last pop record. And it's a song called you, you, you. And I think you guys are going to really love it. So if you just tuned in, I'm with Fallon Franklin and you're listening to Texas homegrown music with Maylee Thomas. And we'll be right back.
So we're back with Fallon Franklin and Fallon. We spent the last um, segment talking about your journey with America's Got Talent and, of course, what people see and and believe and not realize that, you know, it's not it's not exactly what you see. And I want to talk now about Fallon and this journey that you're on to do music while you're being a single mom to two kids. I think you told me you have a 12 year old and a seven year old. Yeah, you are in it. You are thickly in it, girlfriend. I am in the briar patch. Yeah. And um, <laughs> yeah, well, I promise you it's it's worth it. And I know you know it is. There's nothing more satisfying than to have your child curl up in your lap and put their arms around you and look you in the eyes and say, I love oh, you, yeah. mommy. And, oh, yeah. and and that, you know, that satisfaction. But it's tough. It's a tough journey, even with um even when you're married and you're both trying to do it, but to be a single mom and to tackle what I know you're having to tackle daily with those kids and then to go out and play gigs at night kudos to you honey because I know I you know I think I told you we've got the Love Life Foundation that helps at-risk women and children and I deal a lot with single moms and I can tell you I have a heart for what you do and I'm proud of you I'm really proud of you for for continuing this journey and doing it with such grace and so tell me about Fallon and tell me you know a day in the life because I want I want people out there to hear, especially the girls that are listening, the women that are listening, and the men too. Um, you know what it takes for us to 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 live this life with kids, and and try to have a career, especially a singing and music career. It's it's tough. I mean, you know, I think you had said before it's it looks glamorous and that kind of thing, but you know, Monday through Friday, I'm getting up at five a.m. Kiddos, that kind of thing, and then. I have shows at night, so there's no social life, I guess. You know, I've, I've had this conversation with a lot of musicians that, you know, when everyone is going and having lunch, birthday dinners and stuff like that with their friends, we're up on the stage. You know what I mean? We're playing and we go home to an empty hotel room or empty house or whatever. So it can be it can be daunting. But, yeah, it's it's I go literally from dropping my kiddos off on Friday drive straight to a gig usually as fast as I can because I'm running late all the time (laughs) but uh but yeah so it's it's definitely there's not there's not much downtime I usually say that Mondays are my days to get stuff together and you know that's like my Sunday because there's not a lot of downtime I get it yeah. And I and I also um, know how sleep deprived you can be because I I remember those days and you know when I had my kids growing uh, when my kids were young we were playing gigs from ten to two and so yeah the, the the cool thing about it at that time was that I got to be with my kids because they weren't even going to bed mm-hmm. until you know probably made the babysitters made more money than I did because they were they were babysitters. Right? From uh, you know, they How come, my money goes to paying a babysitter. I yes. know they were they were coming in at eight o'clock, and I was leaving for a gig depending on where it was, right? And the kids were up for maybe another three hour. hours or two hours. Yeah, exactly. And they're with the kids for an hour, and then they go to bed. 
And so they can do whatever they want, you know, for the rest of the time. And I'm up there working my butt off and coming home and paying. And people are always like, oh, it's so awesome that you're able to work two hours and make 150 bucks or 200 bucks. And I'm like, yeah, but okay. Gas is 30. Yeah, gas is 30. Half of it is going to my sitter. And then it takes three hours to get there, three hours to get back. That's like a whole day's worth of work. You know what I mean? So it's, Mm -hmm. it's not what, yeah, it's not what a lot of people think. It's funny. I know. Believe me. I know. That's why I said, I've got a heart for you and what it is that you're doing to continue this gift that you have. And you do have a gift, Val, and you do have a, you have a tremendous voice and tremendous message. And tell me about the songwriting thing, because um, I, I hear a lot. I mean, obviously I know that you've already gone through a lot. I can tell because you, you, you write about it. I've seen it. things. That's what I always say. I've seen things. <laughs> <laughs> Well, so you fell in love in high school, I guess, and you had the one love and you were together for I don't know how long. And 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 then, you know, it fell apart, obviously. Mm-hmm. And, and you're going to continue to do this. What what did you take from that relationship that you'll never fall into the trap of again? Basing my well I it's it's easier to say this than you know what I want to get out of it is not basing my worth on another person and not basing how I view myself by the way they tell me all the time they see me you know because that's I think a lot of times that's not that's not we talked about reality earlier that's not really reality you know that's just someone else's opinion of what you know what you're worth and especially if it's in a it's in a situation where that person you know, is feeling bad about themselves or insecure or whatever, and they're trying to make themselves feel better. What you're getting back from them is not necessarily what you are. You know, you can have a million people tell you, you know, you're the most amazing singer, amazing blah, blah, blah. blah and then this person behind closed doors is ripping you apart all the time, you know? So um, I definitely, I'm trying, it's still a learning experience because I was with somebody since I was 13. I'd never dated in my life until I was 35 years old. Oh my and God. thrown into yeah. the bumble and that kind of swapping left and right. Like, I mean, my first date ever was like a bumble date or a Tinder date at the time. And it, like, it was just, it was, you have to reprogram your brain to like, you know, I don't know. You, you just have to learn a lot for one and you have to reprogram your brain for what you think you've been taught and what was normal and what's not normal. So, um, is there, yeah, so is I there just, such a thing as normal? I'm not sure what that really means. <laughs> you know. Um, and I'm being honest. <laughs> I'm yeah, being honest. Yeah, no, I am. Um, but, uh, you know, it, it has to be hard. It has to be hard to be um, single again in, in, the, in, the mid, in the middle of your, or not in the middle, in the beginning of your life for sure. And having having two kids and, um, and a career yeah. that really, unless they're doing the music with you, which that was, that's, that's how I've been able to do this for 30 years is yeah. my husband and I oh, are in the band together yeah. because my ex-husband was my drummer. And so at the time, yeah, we traveled together and that kind of thing. But unless someone's doing it with you and traveling with you, I mean, when do you have the time to do that dating or well, that and, and not only that, how, um, you know, how did they feel about being an, a widow to you being gone every weekend or playing gigs? every weekend yeah yeah it's that's 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 hard so are you in a relationship now yeah yeah i i'm i'm been with someone for a little while and still like i said still learning things and learning about myself and 
things I will take and what I won't take and trying not to, you know, base my worth on, you know, really it's, it's, I think we all do that though. I think we all, even, you know, if you've been with someone for 30 years, like you said, you're still learning about what you are even 30 years down the road. So it's just, it's, there's a learning curve for sure. But uh, no, no doubt about it. And I think, um, I think probably maybe, um, maybe you're a little more assertive now than you were before because you've been through so much and you don't want to go through that again. There is is an assertiveness, but at the same time, like it's easy to fall into past habits. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Well, um, yeah, you know, it's okay. I don't want this, but if you do and you're okay, that's cool. You know, that kind of thing. So it's been, that's been a learning experience, just not being able, not falling into the same habits of, yeah, that I was. Well, and you've got, so you've got a son and a daughter and um i know for me you know because i had two boys and two girls uh even on the things that i deal with even now after all these years i find myself thinking is this something that i would want my daughter to do or go through or how would i want her to handle this and it's really funny how that can make me make a different decision instead of doing it for myself and i want to get to the place where we just do it because we know it's right for us and Mm -hmm. um, self-love is really important that's one of the one of the best things i think someone told me i went through a really hard time um i think for about for about three and a half years, I was in survival mode. I'd gotten out of a really bad situation with my ex. I was thrown into dating, all this other stuff. And so I was in survival mode, like making sure my kids were okay for so long that once I moved here to Buda and, you know, moved out of the house I was in and things calmed down, it all hit me at once, the depression, the anxiety. And um, I was actually in the hospital for about a month with depression and anxiety and just, oh my gosh, it was horrible. And I remember my cousin, you know, I was down on myself one day and just saying the most horrible things about myself. And he was like, would you look at Jojo and her little face that she's got right now? And would you let her say that stuff to herself? And I just started sobbing because it was the same thing you, you know, you had just said is like, you know, what do you want for your kid? And would you, you know, want the same thing? You just have to put yourself in that mindset. It's hard to think of yourself as a kid or a human or a person when you're in that head of yours. And so that was, yeah. Well, and, and, and you get deeper and I, I find myself doing it too. You'll get deeper and deeper and spiral down into that hole. It's like the black hole that just sucks you in and you've got to get to the place where you go, Oh no, 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 no. Um, you know, you, you get out of life, what you put into it. That's how I came up with love life. I've been saying that my whole, since I was a kid and, and yet I have to be reminded all the time that it's a, it's a space that you live in and that you put yourself in and you can't allow other people to direct you and um, even in the best relationships of all because we're all we're all struggling all the time and I I think it's important to Fallon for people to understand that it's okay to be sad yeah there there's there's there's, that's part of it that's definitely part of it you gotta feel what you're feeling you can't you're not gonna always be uh, up and happy and you know vibrant it's okay to be there but you also have to love yourself and you have to and you have to recognize am i here because of something that i did and something that i need to change or is it because i'm allowing someone's perception of me to affect me and so um you know, that's, 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 and that's something we're probably going to continue to learn until we're, you know, 
Till they throw dirt in our face is what I say. Right, exactly. I'll still be yelling from the grave like, do you, am I good enough? Are are we good? All right. Yeah. No, I'm not going to let you do that, Fallon. So um, you're going to do a couple of songs for us today, which I'm really excited about. And I heard you say something that I've been saying forever that I have never felt like, I feel like my live um, performances are so much better than anything that's ever been recorded. Um, I don't know how you feel about that. I think for me, it's because I feed so much off of the energy of the room or the the people that I'm in the presence of. And um, whether it's 10, 100, a thousand, whatever. I I tend to be that kind of personality, and I know there's some artists out there that feel better about just doing something alone with nobody around. You're an empathic musician, so you're probably feeding. Yeah, it's probably like osmosis with the crowd. Do, do you feel that way about yourself? Yes, I, I definitely do. Um, I think I think also like when, when I'm in the studio, I tend to overthink things or you have someone cutting your line short and being like, Hey, you need to do that part again. There's a little pitchy dog and that kind of thing. And so like you tend to overthink it, but I I think when I'm singing live, I kind of disappear up there. Like I I close my eyes a lot when I sing. And so I get really emotional. Like I'll be in the middle of like this family joint and all of a sudden I'm crying about a song that I'm singing. You know what I mean? (laughs) And so I think the emotion comes across more. When yeah. it's yeah, when it's live because you're feeling it right then and there, and no one's telling you to repeat a line twenty times. Yeah. So um, yeah, I definitely think that I and I, people tell me all that all the time. Like they'll come see me live, and they'll say, you know, you're way better than we thought. You know, you were on record. And I'm like, okay, that's a compliment, but is it a compliment? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you know that, I feel the oh, same way. I feel well. If people don't understand the recording process, then you know, a lot of times they don't know what we mean. I can tell you this: I'm much happier with my scratch vocals always and I've always been that yeah. person that likes to play and likes to sing with the band while they're recording you know the basic tracks mm-hmm. and I'm always so much happier with that performance while I'm because I'm doing it with yeah. the band then when they bring me back in and have it's the most over it and yeah and 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 god please don't punch in that line 50 times I'm just <laughs> let it go <laughs> you know yeah. So, and you um, also I, have, you know, when you're recording, I've always had a lot of producers that'd be like, "Oh, you you squeaked here, or you did you had this weird ref thing where something said." And I was like, "Yeah, but that that was the way it came out." Me. You know what yeah. I mean? And so, when it's live, it's what you get. <laughs> you get. <laughs> well, me. I want to get it. Yeah, I want that. I want to get that from you. So you're gonna you're gonna do Howl for us right now, and I'm really excited about that. And um, so, are you working on a new new record now, or tell me tell me what's going I'm, on? Yeah, especially since COVID, um, quarantining yeah. and all that stuff. Like, I've got probably about 40 songs to choose from that I'm oh kind of going. Gosh, I'm actually girl. in the studio recording one right now. Yeah, so I'm I'm trying to figure out where I'm going to do it and that kind of thing. But it's it's definitely in the making right now. It's more of a, you know, when you're off work for a year, it's like, where are you going to pay for it and how are you going to do that? I get so it. I get hopefully it. Hopefully I'll... I'm up with the monetary funds and because I'm, I'm itching to get back in the studio. Well, man, I kickstarted. I got lots of material. I've got lots of friends that have kickstarted their albums. So anyway. um, I I had to beg for money the last year. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to ask people for that kind of thing. Well, here we go. She's going to play how for you guys. You're going to love it. When we come back, we're going to talk about the crazy things we do for love. So we'll be right back with Fallon Franklin. And here's how.
Fallon and uh, just a tremendous talent, Fallon. You really are. And I, I've really, really enjoyed getting to know you. And I can tell that you're just one, you get what you get and you don't throw a fit. <laughs> right? Yep. Tell my kids that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I love that um, that you don't mind being real. And it's too bad that, um, that you know, you feel like you can't be that way. Because I think... TV needs you and we need you. So you need to be on YouTube and you need to do all this. And we need more of this reality. Um, we really do. People need to really understand that. Um, I, I, my husband, he, he laughs at me because I always like to talk about the things that people freak out about, like poop. I mean, yes. I say that all the time. Like, Come on. And I, it's, it's, that it's was on my dating profile. I was like, yes. <laughs> That was on my dating profile when I was online. I was like, I like to talk about all the things you're not supposed to talk about. Religion, politics, sex, all the things you're not supposed to talk about on a first date. Let's get into those right off the bat. Well, I'm yeah, right I'm there the with way. you, girl. And I, I mean, mm-hmm. come on, let's just take the veil down and stop trying to pretend like we're all this perfect person. Stuff. Right, exactly, exactly, and, and, stuff, and yeah. you can get to know somebody's real personality when you start talking about that stuff. I mean, if they can laugh about it yeah. and, and and have fun with it, that's my kind of person. And so, yeah. um, I, yeah. I I'm from the get go, and my husband's always like, oh really you know and I'm a hugger yeah. and I and I I like if somebody feels uncomfortable with my hug I'm like well then you really need this you know because I can tell by their body like I'm gonna give you two I'm like yeah you know they'll yeah. put their hand out I'm like no no I'm a hugger and they kind of back up I'm like no 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 get over here you, you need to learn yeah. to, to, yeah. to Girl, embrace. we would get along just fine <laughs> it's it's fun to be real and um and I, I don't know I'm just not afraid of talking about anything so speaking of that, um, tell me some things you've got coming up because I want to come see you, girl, and you're not that far away. Buddha is what? It's how how far out is it outside of Austin? It is. It's about ten minutes outside of Austin, so That's it's not thought. bad. I mean, from McKinney, it's like three hours. Three hours. 15, but we're in Austin um, a lot. Like I yeah, said, you know, my husband's a mayor, and he's like, we go I down there. Dallas a lot. area a lot too. So you, you play I do where? play the Dallas area a lot. Okay. I play well, the Dallas I, area a lot well, too. I want to hear you. I want to see. So what do you have coming up in the next yeah. show? I'm trying to think of like, as far as um, what's over by you. I know I'm going to be in the Dallas area in November. Cause I'll be down for oh, Thanksgiving. Perfect. Okay. And so um, yeah. So well, I'm going to be at Branded Burger in Lothian. Okay. On um, so let November me, let me just say this real quick, everybody. Her name is spelled Fallon, and it's F-A-L-L-O-N, and it's Fallon Franklin. Like Jimmy. Okay, that's right, like Jimmy Fallon. And uh, Fallon Franklin Music, I think, is one way you can find her. And, mm-hmm. and you know, she's got all the platforms, the social platforms. Um, but if you do a Google search for her, lots of good stuff is going to come up. And I am a big believer, like we were talking earlier, in live music. I think you really get a feel, a feel for these artists. And I love that most of the artists that I have on my show are all big live music people. And, um, you know, it used to be years ago that uh, everything was about recording, recording. And now that, you know, it's so easy to get music right to your phone, I think people would much rather go see live music and have that 
you know, be able to feel what, what their message is. So I'm putting it out there to all my yeah. Texas listeners that Fallon's going to be, um, she's always, she's in the Austin area a lot. Um, she's in the Dallas area a lot. Do you play Houston market or what's some other areas that I you do? I, I play about three or four shows a week. And okay. so um, I'll, I'll make a whole weekend out of Houston. I'll make a whole yep. weekend out of Dallas. So yeah, I'm yeah. in Austin. I'm everywhere. Fredericksburg, San Antonio. I mean, wherever I'm at that week, I try to stay around, you know. So um, every weekend you can find me somewhere. I never take a break. <laughs> so, well, yeah, if you're ever out. in my area, I'm giving you an open door to come and hang with me. I'm an empty nester now, so I got extra room here, and I'd love to have you. You can bring the kids, and I'll I'll be um, May May for them. That's who I am for all the kids around. Aww. So um, come and, love come and visit me, Fallon. I'd love to have you. We'll definitely have you at the Guitar Sanctuary sometime. I'd love to have you open some show there. Yeah. So Fallon Franklin, yeah. um, she She's going to sing crazy things we do for love. Give me a little, give me a little taste of what that song, what's the crazy things that, uh, that your song saying we do for love. Well, on my, on one of my previous records, I had a song called, these are the things a woman does when she's got a broken heart, because I was in a support group and there was all these stories that these women would tell me of like, like going into H-E-B and lingerie just so someone would say something to them and just different things they would do when they had their heart broken. And so I was just thinking about, you know, the things we do, you know, on the other side of it for love, you know, the things we say. And it was one of the one of the things I always say is that love is the only thing that can make a crazy person sane and a sane person crazy. Oh, it just make you be completely out of your element. <laughs> And so, yeah. And so just hearing friends' stories and stuff. So it's a fun song. It's a really Good. fun tongue, you know, tongue in cheek tech song. She's going to play this for us now. So for all you listeners, you're listening to Fallon Franklin and Texas Homegrown Music here with Maylee Thomas. And come on, girl, give it to me. Crazy things we do for love. And then we'll be back. I just want to say. I love you, and I think you're a special, wonderful human, and I'm so proud of you, Fallon. Keep it up. We'll be right back. Thanks, girl.
So that's one of my favorite Texas artists by the name of Bob Schneider. And if you don't know Bob Schneider, you haven't been listening to much independent uh, work for years. He's out of Austin, and he's probably one of the most loved Austin artists that comes up to Dallas. I remember seeing Bob Snyder many, many moons ago, and believe it or not, inside of a yoga studio in Dallas. I don't even remember the name of it, but I remember there was about 50 of us there, and it was such a cool venue to see somebody in, and I really dig this guy. Well, he's got this new album out, and that song, I Love This Life, and it just makes me happy, and I hope it does the same for you. Well, I really enjoyed getting to know Fallon and I'm going to, I'm just going to jump out there and say, I want to have her come up and do a special show for um, us at the sanctuary. As you guys know, this show um, couldn't be possible without the support from the Guitar Sanctuary and Tupps Brewery. And I think it's important for me to give them kudos once in a while. So I'm going to do that, even though uh, Guitar Sanctuary is actually my business as well. We have um, we have a venue and we have artists come up and I'm going to bring Fallon up and I want her to tell her story about what she's gone through and what it takes to continue in this world. And sometimes people don't understand that, um, you know, depression is real and it's something that so many uh, people actually deal with on a daily basis. And I think it's important for us to talk about it because it is an illness just like um, any other illness that we deal with. And I want us to be more open and frank about it. So if you have someone that you know that suffers from it, then you know what I'm talking about. And I do. And so I I really like to bring it to the surface as much as I can. I'm going to close the show today with an old song by Trini Lopez. And Trini Lopez was actually born in Dallas. And if you guys don't know anything about Trini, look him up. He did I ha- If I Had a Hammer and La Bamba and this song, America. He's, he's written and performed some incredible stuff throughout the years. He actually passed away, I think, at the age of 83, if I'm not sh- uh, mistaken. It may, may be a little older just last fall in 2020 of COVID-related problems. So we lost another great artist due to COVID. So I want you guys to stay safe out there and uh, remember that we're all doing this together. So we're going to close the show with the song America by Trini Lopez. And I just tell you guys, thank you so much for coming in and tuning in each week. And be sure to share about the show. If people are interested in Texas musicians, we're going to continue to do it. As long as I'm breathing and able to do this, I want to bring this to you. So peace out, everybody. Love life because you get out of it what you put into it. It's Maylee Thomas with Texas Homegrown Music. And we'll be back next And now time. PJs proudly presents Trini Lopez. Everyone there will give